Hey, this is Rob Corddry, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, and I'm joined by a man who is nude from the waist down and is currently dabbing his boner with clown makeup. That's Jeff Clark. I'm using the other arm to do the bender leaving detention and breakfast club salute. <laughs> and beaming to us from Derry, Maine... <laughs> the bearded cotton candy booger eating clown known as Shuddy Boy. Yo, brat, brat. You know, I realized I didn't write an intro, and then I went into my Gmail to try and find Alex's email, and I searched Alex, and it filtered nothing. It didn't change my inbox at all. So was so, that you on the fly right there? Yeah. Well done. Like, oh, fuck, fuck. Oh, topical. We all just saw it and reviewed it in the Easter egg clown Darren, shit. Yeah, Dairy Maine's a horrible, horrible place, probably, that Shuddy can beam from. Yeah. Well done. Why not? Fuck it. That's why you're a professional, being able to improvise as well as you can, or as well as you did. Yep. I'm a senior instructor at UCB. Hey. Old, old improv master craft, they call me. I have a quick question. Oh, yeah? <clears throat> How excited are you for this Joker movie? Did you watch the trailer that just came out that everyone's raving no, about? I haven't watched the newest one because I saw the day it came out, I saw people commenting on Twitter that it's the entire movie. And I fucking hate that. They what? always do that in final trailers. They always just show way too much. But the movie that that reviews or people are discussing is supposed to be like a deep dive like character piece. Like I don't know how they could ruin it through the trailer, really. Like I think it, it's, I don't I mean, if they ruined this movie through that second trailer, then this movie is not as good as everybody is saying. Right. It is. Th- thanks for cleaning that up for me, Shuddy. Yeah, I don't know. That's I've seen. What I was getting at. I've seen a couple of the trailers. I'm, I'm committed. I'm gonna see it. I don't know. I feel like the f- final trailers before the movie comes out are always they always show way too much, and I'm gonna see it anyway. So, I'm I'm content going into it with what I've seen so far. I'm trying to manage my expectations. Because I don't want to get let down. Uh, like, it, like maybe it too? Yeah. Yeah, spoiler alert. It sucked. So if you want to hear <laughs> us rip it to fucking shreds, listen listen after the Easter egg. Oh, man. Now you're making me rethink my grading. Maybe I was too nice to it. Maybe we don't rip it to shreds. shreds. Yeah, maybe we were too nice. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Like Todd Phillips did Hangover, Hangover and <laughs> love, love Road movie. Trip. Love those movies. Yeah. Old school, right? Love yeah, it. And, Love it. But when he does serious movies, I haven't been crazy about them. Oh, man. I just delete. I just X'd out of my IMDb tab. I got to no, find got the serious he, movies that he did. Okay. Um, uh, War Dogs. The the one with um, Jonah, Hill? Jonah Hill. I liked it. It just wasn't. And Miles Teller? Great, yeah. It was like his attempt at Lord of War. A little bit, yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah. One of the few Jared Leto pieces, movies that I like. 
Maybe the only. What, uh, about, what about Fight Club? Jared Leto was in that? Yeah. Hmm. I prefer Lord of War. I don't I don't hate Fight Club, but I'm definitely not as big a nude as everyone else is. All right. So, well, sorry. I don't know. I am I am excited to see Joker and I hope it's good. I hope I hope it lives up to the hype. Joaquin Phoenix doing the Joker and kind of going off the 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 Alan Moore killing joke origin. Yeah, I'm interested. I I'm also finding it funny that there's like all these SJWs on Twitter oh, yes. already bitching about it like, "Ah, we shouldn't be glorifying a man who's an incel and then snaps and hurts people." <laughs> yeah. What do you want? It's fucking fiction. Do you want every TV show to be about people going to work and then coming home and doing taxes and cleaning? I was I was What curious. do you want out of your fictional narrative? I was curious if you if you read any of this and and had an opinion on it on possibly them trying to normalize white male incel so and mass shooters. Stupid. It's a fucking <laughs> Joker movie. Dude, so I saw this through Heather Antos's Twitter uh feed or whatever tweet. She's a comics editor at Valiant and Image Comics. Those are those are places that you fuck with, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't read any Valiant books, but she's the creator of Signal Boost Sunday, which I don't really know what that is, and says she's nerdier than you are. She says why the Joker movie is problematic. Rachel Miller nails it. Rachel Miller says, "Okay, I've pinpointed exactly what is." It that bothers me about the Joker movie. I don't want to watch a movie that shows us the trauma that drove the Joker insane. I don't want to watch a well-intentioned but unstable man get bullied until he turns into a mass murderer. I don't want to watch a man get rejected by women as an excuse for his future for domestic abuse. I don't. It seems like a good enough excuse as any. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to be shown Jesus. what a poor. Sorry, what a poor, unfortunate underdog this man who is sadly forced by circumstances and that nasty Batman to take up a life of crime. Yeesh. What a That's bummer. my response to that. Okay. You are you are entitled to live in your funless world where you where you find the fault in everything. But uh she goes on. You're it's in much, the minority. It's much lamer, but I'm not going to read all that. Um I just thought it was fucking hilarious that people were able to twist a Joker movie into into something like that before it even came out. I like know. they're just going off a trailer. Well, she, Maybe she, might, she might have been one of the press that got to go to one of the screenings, or where, I think they screened it at Venice or something like that. It won yes. the Golden Lion Award yeah. at Venice Film Festival. So was she the only one not standing up and clapping? Probably. Because everyone else seemed to like the film at the film festival. I mean, it won the award, so I don't know. Like, People are just straight up fucking insane. I, f- I think people like that are crazier than the Joker. Hot take. I don't. I don't think I disagree, dude. Todd Phillips is also doing an untitled Hulk Hogan biopic. Hmm. Talk about talk about great Americans. Hulk Hogan is high on that list. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Chuddy? Yep. All right. Let me see. I feel oh, like you know what? Hmm. maybe. I feel like a lot of, if we're being fair, a lot of the mass murderers or mass shooters would probably be Joker fans, right? So <laughs> I can understand like them patterning patterning or 
um, having inspiration for the Joker character being kind of incelly. Incelly? That use that? I don't know. I f- I f- I, in my opinion, I feel like you could sterilize this world into the most boring, black and white, no fun zone possible. You're not going to cure people being psychos. People are going to be psychos, no matter what. Not that attitude. Like, you think, like, uh, I don't know. If, like, there's some psycho out there just waiting for the Joker movie to come out so they can go out and kill people. Like, if you're the type of person where seeing the Joker movie is going to make you kill people, eventually some, you're going to see a cloud that looks like a knife and go kill people. You're fucking crazy. <clears throat> it's funny because... Remember, like... Not funny, but... Remember, like, back in Columbine and back like when that the mass shooting thing started to become, like, a real, like, public scare... Yeah, and, and they, they start Marilyn they, Manson. Yeah, and Eminem, and try to blame it on like video games and stuff. Yeah, and that was like the conservative part of the media or the whatever, like the 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 Republican, I guess, side of of culture, American whatever politics. And now it's like the ultra liberal people that feel like. I don't know, like the Joker character is problematic, as they would say, or is is something that's not fitting for 2019 culture. And it's just funny how, like, it's pretty much the same delivery and the same bitching, but it's by the completely opposite sides of the aisle. Yeah. And it's funny how that works. It's like, all right, well, why don't you guys fucking write a couple scripts? And the bad guys, the the depth of their nefariousness is them using gender-specific pronouns. You can have your fucking perfect villain. There you go. I think a more majority of people in just like life are look at like someone like Rachel Miller or someone who fucking thinks Joker is so problematic as like a joke. Like yeah. I don't think this is this is not nearly the norm or no. the average person. No, we're even, just no, we're even fucking close. It's just a few blue check marks or a few I don't know huge Twitter followings that promote this shit or or cover it and it's i don't know gives it more life than 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 the original post actually had i agree and then you fucking trick some dope like me into into talking about it and and shitting on you yeah now rachel miller's got a bigger fucking yeah audience they, they won Yep. Fuck me. I fell for it, Jeff. I'll tell you what. If you any got of the, me. If any of the Puminati starts fo- <laughs> following Rachel Miller, you're fucking canceled. We're, we're done with you. Here. I don't even know who she is. I can't Neither find her I. either. I. It's such a obviously basic name. I don't think she's a movie reviewer, but if it's she was... It's probably I mean, such a clueless, empty statement that she doesn't even exist. Someone just fucking created some fake character to spout this and almost, fucking nonsense. It almost looks like a, a LinkedIn comment. So the first question that that raises in my mind is, is this person posting their articles on LinkedIn? And who the fuck reads articles on LinkedIn? You know, my uncle wished me a happy birthday via LinkedIn messaging. It was the most awkward happy birthday I've ever gotten in my life. And we're kind of cool. Like, whenever I go home, I'll make it a point to, like, connect with him and yeah when you go home for christmas you can be like hey did you get my birthday message on uh friendster yeah like we were texting so- <laughs> we were texting someone recently like it's not like a text- let me just pick the the most obscure communications method ever like hey uh jeff i still know your your aim screen name i sent you a happy birthday message did you get it 
it's like sending a fucking card to like my child home. Like, what do you? <laughs> no, I don't live there. I haven't lived there in like fifteen years, dude. What are you talking about? But by the way, happy birthday! We did we did go out after last week's show. Oh, that's with, right. We don't have to with, cover my birthday with again, Paul though. and and Jeff Lynn, the Asian and contingent. <laughs> We're just missing Rich and a couple other pivotal agents. Got some delicious deep dish pizza. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Massa's and Echo Park. If you guys are in the L.A. area and you're looking for Chicago deep dish, that place is fucking on point, dude. Holy Christ, that was delicious. Dude, so I was... You guys let me take home the was remaining... Was Yelp find? Well, I've known about this place for years now. Yeah, we actually went there years ago for Jeff's birthday once. Uh, I don't think it was my birthday, but I think it was just a random day and I kind of talked you into going there. But one of my homegirls... Friend of the podcast, she might be a listener as well. This girl Brooke, who I used to work with, told me about this place because I think a guy took her on a date there. Great date spot. Um, See, I highly disagree with that statement. What do you mean? Because the deep dish pizza, the leftovers that Jeff took home weighed like 20 pounds, and there was maybe like six slices of pizza in there. No bullshit. You could throw it through a car window. Oh, It was, it was incredible. When Jeff handed it to me like, oh, you got to feel this. I thought he had played a trick on me and like stuck in a couple like gold bars or some shit yeah, to weigh some, it down. Some library books. It was fucking crazy. It was unbelievable how heavy the the, the the was. So you can literally eat two slices of pizza and be in the gnarliest food coma you've ever been in in your life. Yeah. They're just the it's the densest, thickest dough I've ever encountered. But fuck is it good. It's have you, so good. Have you ever done legit Chicago deep dish shutty? Not legit. I've gone to Pizzeria Uno. <laughs> I don't know. I've never had it, so I can't even. Did, I can't even. Pizza knock it. count. <laughs> I can't knock it, but yeah, like you said, because I mean, it's pricey and it's an involved experience. Like it takes forty-five minutes for them to bake the pizza, so that's why. I mean, it's more of like a good committed relationship, like marriage anniversary spot. Yeah, you don't want to go there on a first date because no. you're going to eat two slices of pizza and you're in no shape for fucking after that. No, no. There's no way you can fuck. Not no way, but you're a long shot to fuck post deep dish Chicago pizza. I tell you but... what, when I got home, I didn't even want to beat off. No. Let yeah. alone fuck. I couldn't move, dude. I couldn't even eat dessert. Yeah, you fell asleep on the couch. I know, dude. The drive <laughs> home was brutal, man. I was like doing the Jeff Daniels or Harry and Dumb and Dumber just slap myself every <laughs> oh, few minutes. Like, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Did you notice like when the pizza first came out and we and we dug in, I almost choked, like bad. I didn't, I didn't notice. Like out like, of nowhere, bad. my fucking eyes bugged out of my head, and I felt like cheese like stuck in my throat, and I I had to reach da- put my whole hand in my mouth. And like dig in the back of my throat. throat. Yeah. And I grabbed a, a string, like a piece of the cheese, and started pulling to try and like pull it back out my throat. And it kept going. I was pulling <laughs> it with like two hands. It was like a magician pulling one of them long ass scarfs out of his pocket. Sounds like a great problem. It would be if it wasn't so scary. Did you, did you eat it when you pulled it out? Did you eat it back or did you put it? Yeah, because I looked around and no one was looking at me. So I, I, I chewed it up better nice. that time. Well done. But it, I pulled so much cheese out of my throat. I, it was I, fucking psychotic. I, so I got to be honest. I Every time I go there, I get the lots of meat, and it comes with uh, pepperoni and sausage, obviously cheese and sauce. And you ordered, and you pushed for the lots of cheese, which has, I think, like three or four different cheeses on it. 
And that actually, I think, was better than the lots of meat. <laughs> it, was it was fucking, fucking bomb, slamming. dude. Yeah. Fucking bomb. So we got to take Shuddy there next time he comes. Yeah. Shuddy, you'll love it, I'm sure. A night where it's you don't want to do anything after. I have afterwards. no doubt that I will love it. Yeah, you got to go super high and yeah, yeah not have make any sure, major like, plans. Yeah, you don't want to do your, your old-timey Western photo shoot after that. No. Like, that's the last item on the to-do to list of that day. Because... I do think I might be able to do, like, a comedy show afterwards. I just chill in a fucking chair. I would pass out. You think? Yeah. I think I could Although, laugh. I did stay awake through the, the episode of The Righteous Gemstones that you passed out during. Right. So, it, you might be an underdog to stay up after that, but I think you could pull it off. So, um, earlier this week... Uh, I think it was Tuesday. It was the day after Labor Day. Jason Ellis got the flu and canceled the show day of. And I was like, all right, well, I've already like prepped a whole bunch of stuff for work and the replay is taken care of and all that. I'm going to go use this bonus day, these couple extra bonus hours <clears throat> that I got, to go to the DMV and get <laughs> my real ID. Because you know how every time you go to the airport, it says, like, by October, yes. you need a real ID to fly. I almost freaked out. October I don't know what that of means. next year. Yes, of 2020. So They put a chip, right, in your fucking ID? Isn't that essentially what's no. happening? Well, on the poster in the DMV, they showed two California driver's licenses. They showed the regular driver's license and the real ID. The only difference I saw in them was on the top right of the real ID, there's, like, the bear, like the California logo, the bear. With a star in it. Yep, it's just a gold star on your license. But I guess they do All it means is stuff. that you jumped through a bunch of hoops to prove you're who you say you are. Yeah, because I guess you have to show up with more documents than you do for a regular license. No I, fucking idea. The, I wish we could take a picture of the, the fucking face. I am so mad right now. Yeah, Jeff's jaw is like just <laughs> resting on the table. Ah, uh, What? But here's the thing. Yeah. If you don't get one, you can You can't still, fly. Well, you can fly domestically if you have a passport. But can you fly internationally if you have a passport? Right. You would have yes. to be able to, yeah. right? Passport trumps everything. Yeah. Okay. So even sweet. if you don't get a real ID, you can just use your passport. I'll just do that then. Like, what the fuck? Like, what the... Well, the, the only reason I did it was because I still have on my license my first address in California. So I was just like, all right. Now that I've I've moved twice since then, might as well update my my address. And since I'm going to the DMV, I'll just scratch check that fucking real ID thing off and handle that. But when did they do this? Because I could swore I, I updated my ID back in May. So when did this law go into effect? They didn't mention they didn't say shit to me about it at the DMV. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I guess they're not just like pushing it on people because I had to like specifically ask. Well, for they, the real ID thing. They oh, okay, fair enough. They because they specifically told me at the airport, like, "Hey, this is only good until October twenty second. I was like, "What? What do you mean?" And, and like, my brother's like, "Come on, hurry up! I'll, I'll explain to you." I was like, "What the fuck? What are you talking about?" Like, I looked at my, I, I actually went back and I like said something. I was like, "No, nah, like, my ID expires twenty twenty five. What are you talking about?" I'm like, no, you need a real ID to fly from now on. It's <laughs> like what? And my brother's like, yeah, well, I'll explain it to you, Jeff. Just oh come God. on. Can you imagine what a nightmare Jeff is at the DMV? <laughs> yeah, dude. No, well, I feel like I'm well-behaved in the DMV, but I am not. 
I we, I kind of go I out lost, of my way to to be a dick towards TSA if I can. When I lost my wallet, it took me two hours at the DMV just to get a duplicate license because of all the old people going in to get their real IDs taken care of. Oh fuck. Well, yeah, because I when I went in, I had like all my documents, and this lady checked checked all of them, and then gave me my my ticket to to then go sit down. You had to wait in the line to get a ticket to go sit in one of the chairs to then wait again to get called up to a booth. So the whole ordeal ended up taking about three hours. Um, and when I when I when they finally called my fucking number, I swear to God, it felt like I was in Beetlejuice in that like afterlife waiting room. They're like, now serving G one five four, and I look at mine and it's G two five zero. I was like, oh no! And then they called like a whole bunch of G's, and then they're like, now serving I zero four nine. I'm like, oh fuck! There's other letters too. There's other. Yeah, that's oh! what happened to me. Because it that sign that's just their way to. Uh, differentiate who's there for what well yeah there were there must have been a lot of g's so when they finally called my number and i went up and i'm talking to the lady and she reviews she's now the third person to look through all the documents i brought to like review them and then she goes oh so you actually don't need to um you've got two years left before you or a year and a half something like that before you have to renew your license um if you want to renew it today and in addition to updating your address, you would have to take the written test again. I was like, wait, what? She's like, yeah, because um, if you're getting a new license when it doesn't need to be renewed, we haven't gone through your driving record to see if you've been a safe driver these past few years since you've gotten this license. So you ha the only other way to rectify that is to retake the written test. She's like, do you want to do that today or do you want to come back in like a year and a half? I was like, I'm here. Let's fucking bang this out. Let's do this. So I go into the area where you have to you take. You took the test? Yeah. Did you pass the first time? I did. I failed but... the first time I took the California <laughs> test. You know you can renew your license online, right? And you could have just done it in a year and a half. Yeah, but not to get the real ID, right? Yeah, I don't think so. Why? You, you couldn't just get a real ID without renewing? Well, no, because then you're just renewing a regular license, not a real ID. Right? No, but you're not renewing. Oh, who fucking cares, Shuddy? Inconsequential. Inconsequential. Great, it's Shuddy. Now Kevin's pissed. If you just <laughs> did something you didn't need to do. Like, well, I had to change have, my address. In Pennsylvania, at least, you don't have to renew your license to get a real ID. They just reprint it showing that you, with your current expiration date, showing that you have now have a real ID. Look, oh, that's funny. In California, they're going to charge you for it. I knew I had to update my address, and I knew I had to get a real ID, so I just said, fuck it, I'm going to bang this out and get it over with. All right. And you banged it out. It yeah. only took you three hours. So when I, when I go to that little area that's like a little cubby hole where there's a whole bunch of computers sank, like with dividers between them, and they're, they're like, okay, so uh, yeah, just take the test, and if you get too many wrong, you fail. And don't worry, though, if you fail... You can take it over again, but you can only retake the test two times. And if you fail, if you fail three times in a row, 
you have to completely restart the application from the beginning. I was like, oh my Christ. So now I'm fucking, my hand starts sweating. Then some guy comes up to the, the booth and he's like, I'm finished. He's like, ooh, I just looked over and you got five answers wrong. You failed. And he was salty. Yeah, I was pissed when I failed. <laughs> so like, I'm like, how hard could this fucking be? So I, they're, they're like, do you want to take one of these little pamphlets and refresh yourself? Crash course it real quick. I was like, I'm not flipping through this fucking pamphlet. Let's go. I've, I've had my driver's license for 20 years. I know what's up. So I start taking the test. Then they start throwing fucking curveballs at me. I'm telling you, you need to read the fucking pamphlet. Dude, one of the questions w- was, what's the penalty for abandoning an animal on the side of a freeway? Right. We're like, what? Why Dude. do I need to know that? All I need to know is that you shouldn't abandon animals on the side of the freeway. Can it just the question be, is it legal to abandon animals on the side of the freeway? And I say no. Yeah, but it's not really operating a vehicle question. Uh, that that one should be disqualified or sh- should be taken off the test. Um, I, I could have swore I we got... talked about this years ago for me. because I had one um, that asked what you're supposed to do if you see a blind pedestrian trying to cross the road. I was like, wait. Oh, splat them. Apparently, you're supposed to stop and let them hear your car engine and then pass you or then walk across the street. So, like, I had to slow down in my hybrid. That would be real tough. But I had to slow down and let them listen to the fucking, to the, whatchamacallit, to, to, the, to the car yeah, motor. That doesn't make sense. So, what if somebody who's walking across the street isn't blind? Are you supposed to just run them over? Don't you, do that, don't you stop for any pedestrian right. in the middle of the street? Yeah, like, it's just, but apparently you're supposed to, for blind people, I guess you have to invite them to listen to your car. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's, fucking, it's fucking ridiculous. Hey, blind mouse, get over here. Hey. Listen to my engine hum. Hey, guy with sunglasses and the cane, come here and listen to my motor so you can cross the street. <laughs> like if if you, if the if you can speak to them, why don't you just tell them to cross the street? So yeah. that was one of the questions that I got wrong. And I think if if you get three or four wrong, it's four. It's four. four. Four is a fail. Is. Okay, so then, yeah, I got four so of them wrong. I got the abandoning, what's the penalty for abandoning an animal question wrong. Then one popped up, and it said, um, if you're under 21, what is the legal blood alcohol content percentage you're allowed to have if you get pulled over? And I just picked the lowest one, which was like .01 or some shit. And it was like wrong, and I was like, What? How is that wrong? And then I looked at the question and I fucking speed read it and and missed. I misread it. I misread it. It was if you're over 21. I thought it said if you're under 21. So that was just user error on my part. I fucked that one up. So now I've got two wrong. You got no one to blame but yourself on that one. Then I get to a question that says, what do you do if you get to an intersection that has a stop sign and a yield sign? And I was thinking to myself, why the through it? Why the fuck would there be both of those signs at the same intersection? I don't get this. Blow through it. It's an easy one. Right? Well, what was that right answer? Well, the, you know, because they're, they're multiple choice. So I just looked for the one that seemed like the safest. And there was an option that said, come to a complete stop, look both ways, make sure the coast is clear, and then proceed. So I chose that. And it was fucking wrong. Jeez. So there are times where you're allowed to blow through a stop sign if there's a yield sign next to it. It completely blew my... So so now I've gotten three fucking questions wrong. And now my palms are really starting to sweat. And luckily the next question was the final one and I got it right. But that was... 
That was treacherous. Yeah, I was you fucking almost, sweating again like I was 16. You almost got taken off the road. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, I'm telling you, same thing happened. Or, well, not the same thing, but I, we talked about this, I want to say years ago. Dylan the trucker can weigh in on this um, on Slack. But, yeah, I, I flunked the first one. And you just get back in line or you just redo it. But, yeah, it, it, there's like a th- you get three do-overs and it's a game over. And then I think you gotta, yeah. then they, they, they take your car. So after I failed the first time, I... Because at first I was like, yeah, whatever. Like I don't, I, I did the same thing you did. I was like, yeah, I don't need a pamphlet, whatever. I've been driving for fucking years at this point, 10 years now, whatever. Give it to me. And I failed. I was like, oh, man, all right, yeah, let me read that thing. What, I mean, what, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Talking about you got blind guys and speed limits and alleyways. Like I, There was never an alleyway in upstate New York. I don't even know what to do at that point. Yeah. Apparently it's 15 miles per hour. I put like five, and I was like, I thought you had to be extra cautious. Got wrong for being too cautious. You know my. You know what they say though. Better safe than sorry. Apparently not the California. Nope. DMV. Did you have any interesting adventures in Vegas? No. Your Vegas trip? No. No. I bitched about my Vegas trip on a new between two flushes. Shout out to our Patreon channel. Uh, I did a between two flushes and kind of talked about how my theories and things that I've heard from old Vegas residents saying that the, it was better ran and more fun in Vegas and the mafia ran it. <laughs> I got bitched at, not bitched at, but you got scolded, warned by a blackjack dealer and a pit boss for cursing during blackjack. I said, I don't know. I said either fuck yeah or fuck no. I'd either won or lost a hand and just cursed. Just drinking, having fun. Chilling with my brothers, whatever. Wait, the, the F word is too gnarly for Sin City. <clears throat> so you can't curse at a table in, in in a casino. Really? Because all of the casinos are ran by corporations, and there's a fear. I guess that if someone else is at the table and they get offended by a curse, they can sue the corporation. So the corporation needs to ban all swearing at table games. I just I was so blown away. That's incredible. I. How did, when we were playing at the last Alice Mania, when we sat at that blackjack table like forever, all completely whacked out. I would assume we were me, letting it fly. You're telling me we didn't say fuck once that whole time? <laughs> I know, right? I, this has to be a new rule or specific to the Westgate. I mean, the Hard Rock, they were, they're were they owned by Wynn, right? Another corporation. I, I don't know. It was it, That was one of the crazier things. That's pretty incredible. But, yeah, I had a pretty, all in all, pretty low-key... Vegas strip. We didn't even really eat that that um or go all out for the dinner move. We were gonna go to either Baklana ba- Baklanal buffet at the Venetian or excuse me, Caesars or the buffet at the Wynn. Everyone says the Wynn buffet is pretty badass and the Baklanal buff- buffet is supposed to be fucking crazy, the best buffet in Vegas, but we got we wanted to go after the football game. Football game ends at like eight thirty and the buffets close at ten. It's like I don't want to pay oh, damn. eighty bucks for a buffet and only be able to chill for an hour. I want to set up Wi-Fi there and you know surf the internet, just really make myself cozy. I'm gonna have three dessert courses, so an hour is not gonna get it done for me. That's not gonna help me at all. Hmm. Yeah, you know how I go hard in the all-you-can-eat uh, Korean Korean barbecue visits. Yeah. I mean, just imagine how I do in a buffet. <laughs> and I feel better about myself. You're just taking I'm, the entire trays out of the 
the yeah. serving area. I feel better about myself uh, because I have to walk to get every new plate. So it's like I'm putting a little bit of effort. You getting your cardio in? Yeah. Getting in my steps. Check my Fitbit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I walked three miles at this buffet, but I've been here for five hours. Man. I already told you about it, Jeff, but I had a, an issue. I was trying to I was trying to get a smooth segue in, but I, I couldn't connect the dots once I started talking. Yeah, this isn't helping. Nope. Uh I had to go to the mall to to pick up the tux for my sister's wedding. Mm-hmm. And I've I've made What mall was this? The Sherman Oaks Galleria. How live is it? I feel like there's gotta be just some crazy hot chicks trolling uh not really, but it's it's patrolling the mall. It's steadily busy. It's like if you went to a mall in the early 2000s, late 90s. Like, it's bustling. There's people there. Uh, The Glendale Galleria is more packed than the Sherman Oaks Galleria. The Irvine Spectrum, I think it's called, is the livest Southern California mall that I've been to, I want to say. Actually, Delamo Mall is pretty pretty popping. Actually, wait. Let me Google this because... I kind of forget the story. I remember. I remember you telling me it, but I don't remember. Well, because the the full story. So, so the Sherman Oaks ArcLight. I'm trying. I know this all sounds like just too regionally specific, but no, the, this matters. You don't even know though. The Sherman Oaks ArcLight, the movie theater, is in this kind of outdoor mall, and I was curious about it, and I looked it up, and it was the actual location from. Oh, do you ever see Commando? No. The Schwarzenegger movie? I didn't, but I need to. Love Schwarzenegger. With Alyssa Milano and Radon Chong. Yeah. So that that the mall there's like a scene where Schwarzenegger's at the mall with Radon Chong and <laughs> she escapes his she she makes Schwarzenegger think he's she's on his side. But the second he's not watching her, she goes to the cops and tells on him. Is like, oh, this guy's crazy. You got to stop him. And then the bad guys show up, and there's like this huge action sequence, and it looks like it's an awesome mall. But it turns out that's the Sherman Oaks Galleria, which is supposedly where the Sherman Oaks ArcLight is. But that's an outdoor mall. Like you just walk through this one corridor, and there's like a PF Chang's and a couple like ice cream spots. It's basically just restaurants. And then the movie theater, and it's all outdoors. So they, I guess when the, the big earthquake happened, the Sherman Oaks Galleria got severely damaged, and they had to shut it down, and it cost a ton of money to, to rebuild it. And business went down, and then they just completely went bankrupt. And then someone, years went by, and then they transformed it to an outdoor mall. I would the place not I went one. to is an indoor mall, and that was also called the Sherman Oaks Galleria. So I'm they're mind fucking you over there. Incredibly confused. Oaks. Yeah, you know where Ray Don Chong her latest movie is, The Sleeping Negro. Oh, I was gonna guess the Cheech and Chong. And movie. she plays black woman. Yikes! That's Tommy Chong's daughter. No shit. Yeah. Right, so I wonder what the other side of this ethnicity is. She's from she's Canadian. Edmonton, Canada. All right, yeah. Tommy Chong is from Vancouver. I knew that. I was thinking of Cheech for a second. <laughs> oh, so maybe I was at the Westfield Fashion Square? Where the fuck were you? I had to get my suit from Joseph A. Banks. What color tux was it? It's black. Okay. 
So you didn't do anything exotic, huh? No. Let me see. Pussy. Okay, here we go. Uh, men's clothing store. Okay, Westfield Fashion Square. So it wasn't... All right, I'm an idiot. I was not at the Sherman Oaks Galleria. I was at the Westfield Fashion Square, which is a fucking mall. Because according to you, the Westfield, the Sherman Oaks Galleria is actually outdoors, and you were indoors. So yeah, it should have been a dead giveaway. Okay, so yeah, I was at the Westfield Fashion Square, which is the worst name for a mall I think I've ever heard in my life. And the first time I went in, they measured me for the tux because I'm a groomsman, and they were supposed to have like all of our shit on file of what we needed. So they measured me. They ca- they called me up afterwards and they're like, all right, your, your suit came in. You want to come in and try it out? And it was over, like completely oversized, way too big. So they were like, all right, well we have to send this back and have them send out the properly measured one. And then they fucked that up again. And then I went back and they measured me again and they said they were going to make the alterations. And then when I went back, they were like, oh, you actually wanted us to make those alterations? I was like, yeah. They're like, okay, well, we're going to have to make them and then call you. Oh, you were serious about that? So after all that bullshit, I've, I finally get the call. Hey, your tux is in. It's ready to go. Just tr- come in, try it on one last time to, to make sure it's fine, and then you're done. Take it and go home. So I get to the mall, and I'm, right when I get there, I'm fucking starving. So I go to the food court, get some food. Saw, saw a place that was selling some shorts on sale. Figured I, need, I needed some new shorts. It's a good time to get them right at the end of the summer. Got, got a couple pairs on, on sale. And then I'm like, all right, let's get the tux and get the fuck out of here. Right as I'm about to get to the suit place, I'm taking the escalator down from the food court, and my stomach instantly bloats out. And I'm like, oh, man, that's a power fart. And I look around, and there's nobody there. Oh, I'm like, all right, that. yeah, let's, read, let's let it rip. So I timed my fart with the second I stepped off the escalator. I don't know why. I guess maybe I wanted to see if I could do it. Yep. And I sharted. Yep. Create enough of an ass opening to allow some substance to come out. And you know how sometimes when you fart and it's like a wet one, you're like, oh, that came with a little bonus. There was something a little extra in that. Yeah. Your stomach stinks a little bit and you're like, like the fear hits you. I just skipped that phase and went straight to anger. I was just furious. Just mad that you shit your own pants? Yeah. Oh, shit your pants? And I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to find a bathroom, and I'm going to check. And if I touched cotton at all, I'm fucking going home. It's a pants pooping. Yeah. I'm going home. I'm not going to shit my pants and then go try on a tux for my sister's wedding. (laughs) So I finally find this goddamn bathroom. And as I'm walking towards it... Like, my butt cheeks are squishy. And I, I like, would okay. say everyone kind of feels how the story is going to end, but if we were to take live bets right now, I would say you're like a, a a 1 to 10 favorite that you shit your pants, like when you actually look. So how does the story end? It, well, it ends with me going into the bathroom, going into the stall, pulling my pants down, looking into my undies, and I see just like a wet line. Yeah. It's like, oh, poopy. I, it happened. I did it. Yeah. You shit your pants, Kevin, you fucking idiot. Job well done. You were 10 feet from the fucking tuck store. You just had to tempt fate. I hate how much he loves this. So you, so if you just didn't do that, you would have just been able to sit with like uh, that feeling in your stomach for for a while? Or you I don't know. Think, it was pretty uncomfortable. You're going to have to let that go eventually. You know? Yeah. 
But I, I, I was there in the bathroom, and I was like, all right, well, I might as well take a shit while I'm here. So I shitted. Yeah. But then I was just like, there's, it wasn't a lot. It wasn't like I, I, I dropped a full turd in my pants. Like, it just, it just left a line down the butt crack of my undies. Yeah, skid mark. And that was enough. That was enough to, to be like, I'm fucking going home. Throw you off your game. What a waste of fucking time this was. So where are we at right now with tuxedo? So you went to the ball just to shit yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, it's hanging It's hanging up. I, I got it. I, I, well, you didn't shit your pants the second time, I guess. No. That time I was like, you will not fart until you get this tux safely home. <laughs> Bottle it. Put a cork in it. No I'm fart. So pissed. Fucking grown-ass man. I'm in my late 30s. I could qualify as middle-aged. You well, du- it, it could be, yeah. Yeah, you double my age. That's seventy four. You could be ninety percent through. I could no die. I could die at seventy four. <laughs> Come on, yeah. <laughs> if you're still around at seventy four, it would a miracle. Middle aged man shitting his fucking pants in a motherfucking mall. Well, <laughs> when do you start shitting your pants? Not middle age, right? It's like the three quarter mark, right? You gotta save that for your seventies, right? Even that's <laughs> yeah. kind of oh, I'll be cool enough to be able to shit my pants in my sixties. Yeah, Clint Eastwood, who's pushing ninety, still directing movies. I could shit my pants. You think Clint Eastwood shit in his pants? <laughs> you think any of our presidential nominees are shitting in their pants? No, I think yeah. I, I, I think s- Bernie's probably had a couple shards. Oh yeah, Bernie shit his pants for sure. <laughs> <laughs> To me, that doesn't even hurt his electability. I still like Bernie Sanders. But. And Trump is very open of his like piss-poor diet. That guy's in his fucking mid-70s still eating McDonald's all the time. That You know that guy sharts like once a month. Yeah. No question. I would say he probably learned his lesson about sharting in the suit a long time ago because he's been eating pretty bad for years, right? <laughs> yeah, probably. So he's, he's probably like a shart veteran or a shart expert. He probably has his own shart intern. That just has like a, a a fresh undies and slacks ready, ready to, go. to go. Yeah, there could be some truth to that. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's take a look at the emails real quick. Oh, uh, we got a couple, and it looks like some of the subjects are people pitching us some. We have we have ideas. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for today's random, random brain, brain question. So this is from Adam from Ontario. Oh. Says, hey guys, random brain question time. So I have received my MSPH t-shirt, which is fucking dope. Shout out to Shuddy Boy for getting those out and printed. Um, and now I also have Shuddy Boy's address. Okay. So you put your return address on all the, the merch that went out? I did. So Adam has your address now, and he says, if I fart in a jar and mail it to him, do you think it will still smell when it gets to him? I live in southern Ontario, and I'm only about a seven-hour drive away. Shuddy, will you be a team player and smell that jar? I will. Wow. I mean, this is, this is a question that I tackled in high school because uh, our cafeteria, when I was in retard school... They had like um, these glass little jars of OJ, and I I was drinking one in my dorm and had a fart, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna fart in this motherfucker. So I uncapped it. It was empty. I already drank it, farted in it, and quickly capped it off. And I just left it on my shelf for like months. And some 
some me and my some of my buddies were hanging out in the dorm, and my friend saw it and was like, "Why do you have this empty capped OJ bottle here?" And I was like, "Oh, I don't know. Why don't you crack it open and give it a sniff?" And he he did. He cracked it open, sniffed it, and then went Ugh! and started like dry heaving a little bit. And he was like, "The fuck is that?" <laughs> I was like, dude, I farted in that like three months ago. It's my fart smoke. And right when fermenting, he, when he learned that it was a fart, he barfed in my trash can. Oh, so word of that got out, and like they did a senior. That was when I was a senior, and they did a the staff did a senior roast of the graduating class, and they made fun of me for farting in an orange <laughs> he, juice jar and making he, someone smell it. He's the fart bottler. You didn't make him. He didn't make him smell it, right? He did it under his own free will. I mean, I knew what was going to happen if he sniffed it. Yeah. And I told him to go for it. Yeah, you led him down the path. But I don't think you made him. Did oh my you rinse God. all the orange juice out of it? No. So it's more than likely all the mold from the orange juice. But there wasn't any uh, mold. It didn't look suspect. Shuddy, you got to ruin the story. Come on, it was just fart. Who fucking knows? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, give it a shot, Adam. I have faith in you. And then... The fucking other random brain question from Dan um, says, Hey, gang, if I'm sick with a cold and I fart in someone's mouth, do they get a cold? Probably. No, they get pink eye. They get pink mouth. I think that there is a... Yeah, I mean, I would assume if any bodily fluids or... or well, I guess it's not a fluid, but substance. But like if, if, I, had a, if I had a cold you. and I pissed in your face, you think you would get a cold? Probably. It would make sense, kind of, right? What if I came in your mouth? <laughs> yeah, again, this is all like substances and fluids from a sick person. I think they would be... I wouldn't want to risk it. Uh, uh, but only because he doesn't want to get sick. Yeah, it's a sick thing. It's just because I just want to be healthy. Uh, hey, I'm going to tell you the same thing I told Adam. Give it a whirl, man. If Next time you get a cold, Dan, fart in your friend's mouth and see if they get a cold. Yeah. Um, but to keep things scientific, you're going to have to put on like a hazmat suit and just cut the ass out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got to keep this. We need uh, strictly empirical yeah. data. And for that, you need a hazmat suit. Just roll up to his house, fart in his mouth and immediately go home. Mm-hmm. And send Actually, us the result. To keep it even more Damn. scientific, you're going to have to do it to like a, quite a few friends. And yeah. if they all get sick, we know it's We, we know need it's a real fact. sample group. So yeah. we'll, get, we'll get Dr. Steve to put that in a medical journal. Yeah, maybe we. <laughs> yeah, we can definitely get him to put that in a medical journal. We have that kind of leverage with Doctor Steve. If you can prove that your sickness is contagious and can be contracted through huffing someone else's fart, that's something that needs to be published in a medical journal. Yeah, groundbreaking. All right, uh, before we go, why don't we just check and see if there's any voicemails? Yay! I haven't looked. So, this could be embarrassing. But let's see. I don't know. I feel lucky. We got Poop and Kathy taking a crap on the phone last week. Yeah, I mean... That had to have gotten a couple people to want to call in. Unless we got more Poop and Kathy, (gasps) that's only only going downhill from here. We have one new call, and it looks like it's from Poop and Kathy. Is there words? There's one, and it says Latitas. Could be love, you guys. It very well could be. Google Voice d- fucks up the transcriptions all the time. So, Latitas could be 
Not for cash. Let's see. Love you, Dad. Nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God, that was fucking awesome. Wow. That love you, guys. Shout out to you, Poop and Kathy. Thank that you. That was awesome. Much, much better than last week's voicemail, which was one of the best voicemails we've gotten in 2019. It sounded very similar to that notorious, uh, legendary Poop and Kathy drop. This one. (laughs) 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 That is legendary. Just listen to the splat of this one. (laughs) And now listen to this one again, this new one. Love you, Dad. Sounds like she changed up the acoustics in her studio a little bit. <laughs> but still that same signature splat. Yeah, oh yeah. That's the it's like a two little splashes and a kerplunk. That's that's the <laughs> <laughs> That kerplunk is just fucking fantastic. That's the poop and Kathy uh ritual or trademark. That's oh, her trademark, man. yeah. That's fucking awesome. Whew, all right. Her that's... catchphrase. That's a great way to end an episode. Well done, Poop and Kathy. Although, it's not the true end. Uh, As we teased before, we've got a a spoilery, spoiler-filled review, brutal review, of It Chapter 2. Honest review. Thank you. I like that, that terminology much better. It's honest, Kevin. We can't help but... I think that film deserves to be brutalized. Could have been worse. A review, possibly. We didn't pull any punches, no. some would say. You know what? I want to go back and... Can we can we redo the Easter egg? I want to give it a lower score. <laughs> I want to suck negative Pennywise dicks. <clears throat> All right. Just keep that in mind when you listen. Jeff is amending his review to be negative dicks. Right. Everyone remember. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for supporting the show. If you need more Mad Scientist Party Hour in your life, you're in luck! We have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour. We do a mini bonus episode every single week. Uh, I think we're about to do like episode 86 or 87 after this. I forget exactly, but there's a ton of them. So if you haven't signed up yet, you can sign up for Patreon and you get access to the entire library. Um, The $5 tier gets you the bonus episodes. The $10 tier gets you... All of our individual little episodes, like Shuddy Boy and our dear friend Dominic do What the Fuck Did I Just Watch, where they watch a crappy movie and review it. Jeff has Between Two Flushes and The Snack Attack. I think we're recording another Snack Attack after this episode tonight. Um, and uh, and I have a new uh, episode of What the Fuck Did I Just Watch to post, and we're recording a new one on Thursday. Can we tease that one? Which one? The one with Mike. Absolutely. Tease away. So Dominic, uh, the the king of crappy movies, love has loved this movie for years. Called the what is it? The story of Ricky O. It's called uh, the Legend of Ricky O. It's called the story of Ricky, or yeah, I mean, or Ricky O. The story of Ricky is the 
the actual title. And Dominic watches that movie endlessly. I've seen it. Shuddy's seen it a whole bunch of times. And our good friend Mikey, uh, I guess, has refused to see it. So Dom... He has made himself unavailable on any of the times that Dom has had viewings of it. He has refused to see it. He has gone through his life uh, making a point to make sure that it, he never sees it. And you and uh, Dominic trolled him. You invited him in to oh, be yeah. a part of it and then revealed the movie as Ricky O. And uh, shout out to Mikey because he, he stuck with it. He, he, he stayed around and he watched the whole he movie was and a gave good it a shot. Sport. He yeah. was definitely a good sport. After we recorded the intro and we're uh, getting ready to watch the movie, he did admit that he was actually angry at us. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'm not. I wasn't joking. I'm about forty, thirty percent angry with you guys right now. Like I'm, thirty percent of me is really angry at you. And it's a really weird movie. Like it's a kung fu movie that's ultra violent and super goofy and silly. So uh, it, it it was it was uh, it was a very enjoyable episode. So when when that posts, I think everybody's going to be very very uh, pleased. <laughs> nice. Yep. Please. Yeah. So check that out, and I also do Kevin's Nerd Hole, which where I, I record myself playing weird, obscure, old video games on a hacked Super Nintendo Classic that has 9,000 games from like NES to Game Boy to Super Nintendo to Neo Geo, Turbo Graphics, all that stuff. 9,000 games, so I do those. Uh, and all that stuff is, is there waiting for you. So patreon.com slash Hour. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff for Records. And at MSPH Podcast. Uh, if you want to be a part of voicemails, yay. You don't have to poop. You can just talk and say some stuff. Just call 201-472-0139. Or you can shoot your emails to madscientist at riotcast.com. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please help us out. Just take a quick second and give us a five-star review and subscribe on iTunes or whatever method you use to listen to us. It helps us stand out amongst this sea of big-name people for uh, us goobers who are putting on just as good of a show, if not better, with zero star power. <laughs> um, we got you know the Facebook page and YouTube channel. You can check all that shit out. Everybody that ordered merch, it should be getting to you, as you heard from the, uh, the emails. Shuddy Boy got all that stuff out with rapid speed. And, uh, no, it was not rapid at all. Rapido. All right, well, fuck me. Uh, any, you got anything you want to plug, Shuddy? Uh, no. Nope. Not All that right. I can think of. Oh, I mean, Eagles are 1-0. Giants are embarrassing. Yeah. You know what's embarrassing is that the Philadelphia 76ers forward Mike Scott got into a fist fight with Eagles fans in the Lincoln Field parking lot, dude. So a fo- a basketball player for the Philadelphia Pro Sports team got into a fight with uh, Eagles fans, Kevin. That's ridiculous. I feel like the Eagles sports fan is the original Florida man. <laughs> you know? No, he he Look what you've done, definitely Jeff. responsible for instigating. Well, yeah, I mean he was wearing the I've wrong colors and in the wrong in the wrong neighborhood. No, no, not even that. He said something on Twitter that he was going to wear uh, 
red to the game, his Redskins colors to the game, and he was ready to fight. Yeah, and someone met him and fought him. I get it. Oh boy! But I just love it. That's so Philadelphia Eagles sportsman or Philadelphia. It Eagles is fan. literally the most Philadelphia thing that could have happened on opening day of this football season. Beating up your own kind. How fucking dare you guys? <laughs> Unbelievable. Philly on Philly violence. <laughs> you know you're what? a hoagie. No, you're a hoagie. I do like Philly on Philly crime. You got me there. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. And until next time, something. Oh, do we have levels? Got levels. Levels. Got them. Show yourself. Levels. Oh, boy. Don't we sound nice and crisp with this new <clears throat> headphone amp? I feel like I sound nasally. Oh. Well, let's see if Shuddy sounds nasally. I guess the, the headphone amp is helping a little bit. I can kind of hear it. Kind of feel it. SPH gambling losing streak on the line. I'd say I That's win. The person who you're trying to reach is currently five percent. Please leave a message of after the games the that I've bet on Ooh, MSPH recording night. As, inclu- as a matter of fact, I was winning this bet until you walked into the door. I have that effect. Yeah. You just completely mushed my fucking my my situation here, my Monday night football situation. Yeah, that'll happen. Yep. <sighs> just tried Skyping. Oh, that's you. Okay. Come on. We're having shuds. Some- Shuddy connection issues. You know that movie, Chud? We should make one that's says Shud. Shud. I've never, I don't know that movie. Hey, there we go. The person that you're trying to call is not you. What's up, Shuddy? Not much. Sorry, I didn't even hear it ring. I didn't have the headphones on. Okay. My mistake. What's it? Wait, what does it stand for? Cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Is that a what the fuck did I just watch movie, or is that a movie it, that you actually it's have? Probably seen? a contender. I've never seen it. I just I've been aware of it for a while. <clears throat> when I was a little kid, I was scared of horror movies, but I would go into the video rental store. And browse the covers and get scared by them. Just the cover of scary movies. Yeah, interesting. But you said the the illustrations and score scary stories you tell. What is it? What's the name of the book? Scary, scary stories to tell in the dark. Scary stories to tell in the dark. You said the illustrations and those used to really fuck you. Oh up too. yeah, they were fucking terrifying. I was actually flipping through them because I have the trilogy. They're super short books. 
and I was just flipping through them to re-familiarize myself with the illustrations, and they're still pretty fucking creepy. Daniel Daniel Stern was yeah. in Chud. Yeah. Daniel Stern is an underrated American. I agree. It really bums me out that he's not in more stuff. Well, why he's is that? He's in one of my favorite movies of all times, Little Monsters. I actually was wondering if he just died. But he's still alive. Born in 57. So he's, he's in his early 60s? He was 62? in... Okay, obviously. Oh, he, we just missed his birthday, August 28th. He's part of the Wet Bandits. <laughs> <laughs> A Christmas Story 2. Wait, did he narrate? He didn't narrate Christmas Story, did he? Christmas Story 2? I have never seen A Christmas Story 2. Neither have I. But it looks mm-hmm. like he was the dad in it. There was a second Christmas story movie? Yeah, from 2012. I first saw it when, like a couple of years ago, around Christmas time, I was looking at the, the Blu-rays in Target, and they had it packaged with the first one. What the fuck? Yeah, it has a 3.3 out of 10 on is Rotten Tomatoes. Peter, IMDb. What's his name? Peter Billingsley? Is, isn't that the guy who played Ralphie? He's friends with the, he's in the Vince Vaughn crew, right? And John Favreau? He's in the Pussy Posse? No, they're not. They don't get. They're not part of the Pussy Posse. No, they're swingers. Yeah, the, yeah, the swingers group. He's the Daniel Stern plays the pitching coach and rookie of the year, which is one of. Speaking of underrated, one of the more underrated sports movies of my lifetime. That's the one where the kid hurts his arm and then he throws super fast. Yes. Yeah. Did you, Did you see it and like no, it? I haven't seen it. Okay. But you know what I'm I talking about. I saw it in the theaters. Oh, nice. Did you, do you like oh, that movie? I gotta get the iPad. I have not seen it probably since not long after that. Maybe or a VHS rental as a kid. Uh, but I remember being very fond of that as well as Little Big League. Little Big League came out around the same time. I didn't like it nearly as much. And I only watched it like twice. And I saw it years after Rookie of the Year came out. I didn't see this one in theaters. I saw both of them in the theater because that was at a stage where baseball was my favorite thing. Wait a minute. My man, Daniel Stern, directed that movie. That's awesome. He was the director and the pitching coach. What a fucking, what a renaissance man this guy is. <laughs> what a what a CV. <laughs> yeah. Uh but I like that movie a lot. Underrated. And so Gary Busey good. killed it in that. Playing Chet, Chet Stedman. <laughs> <laughs> that was his nickname. <laughs> I like how he brings him under his wing or takes him under his wing. And and he's like the father figure the dude's never had. You got to check that movie out, Kevin. Who's the guy who plays is Thomas Ian Nicholas? That's a That's a guy that. He kind of died after Apple or uh, Apple American Pie. Like he never his career just kind of fizzled out. And I thought he was always Who? pretty good. Thomas Ian oh, Nicholas kid from the Little Big League. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, from not um from Rookie of the Year. Yeah, yeah excuse me. The main guy. Yeah, oh, that was in American. I'm getting it now. Sorry, I've been drinking Scissorp. Nice. I stayed off the. I laid off the Scissorp today. Whoa. Oh, but Thomas Ian Nicholas, that again. this guy. Who? Thomas Ian Poops? You know this guy? Remember from uh, Kevin from American Pie? 
the one oh, that was yeah. banging Tara Reed. Yeah. He was in Rookie of the Year. He's the guy that breaks his arm or fucks his arm up to where he can throw super fast. I watched a decent amount of um, the first American Pie fairly recently. And man, rewatching that after, you know, 10 plus years or whatever of never watching it, that guy's really fucking punchable. The guy who plays this? The guy. Kevin or whatever? Just the character, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. He's a pussy. Yeah, he really he puts on the full core press for his homies and 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 not breaking their pact and all losing their virginity. Uh, that movie doesn't age well. Apparently, I guess a lot of the internet um, finds it problematic and it triggers them. Um, I didn't get triggered by anything, but you don't strike me as a guy who's easily triggered. No, <laughs> it's definitely shit that doesn't fly. Yeah. I mean, that was back in the day when live streaming a naked girl changing in your room yeah, was, was, cool. was a funny gag. <laughs> yeah. Not now it's like bad guys will do that in movies and they're yeah. rapists. I mean before it was boy let's you know, boys will be boys, but now it's you know it's kinda ra- it is kinda rapey, I guess. Of course guess. it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I'd be pissed if my kid did that. But nobody back in the day after watching American Pie was like this is problematic. Like everybody was just what a funny fucking movie. This is a classic. And I feel like the first thing everyone thought of was like, damn, Shannon Elizabeth is smoking hot. That too, yeah. She was like my favorite girl in the world for a couple for a couple years because of that movie. Yeah, me too. Um I don't know if she passed the whatchamacallit? I the think Jennifer she's... Love Hewitt uh, um mm. Mark and my No. Or um I'm hard pressed to think to about anybody who passed the high water mark of Jennifer Love Hewitt when I was younger. Her? Although, you know who I'll say came close was Rachel Lee Cook. Oh wow. No, I can't agree with you there. I mean, she's not bad looking, of course, but I have it's Jennifer Love Hewitt and then like Alicia Silverstone. I know Alicia Silverstone was mine. I was at, in love at with that her. stage of my life. <laughs> <clears throat> but Oh, yeah. Shannon, Shannon Elizabeth, all-time smoke show. What happened to her career? We could we should she didn't just do, do that well, but she, I'm I'm pretty sure she's in the next Jay and Silent Bob movie. I think yeah, but she was. She, I swear to God, I just saw her in something. We should say. just do this for an entire podcast. We'll just like <laughs> go through an IMDb like I don't know rabbit hole. Let's yeah. do it. We'll just click through and find random shit. Well, we do kind of have something to talk about for the Easter egg. Oh, yeah. Shuddy, did you go and see It Chapter 2? I did. Sharon and I went on Thursday. Oh, boy. All right, should we get into it? Should we do our spoilery review? Or do you want to give a Shannon Elizabeth update? Mm, I, it looks like there's no new news here. I guess she's a, a, Hollywood, or she's a poker player as well. Uh... But no, there's nothing that I can report on at the moment. Let's just get into the itch. She did a voice in uh, one of the Leisure Suit Larry games. Oh, hell yeah. Leisure Suit. Leisure Suit Larry box office bust. I believe I played that one. All right. Um, So. Wow, in 2009? I definitely did not play that one. No, that's not the one. There was one where he went to college. Go for it. Chug it, chug it, chug it, 
chug it, chug it. I think the last That's Leisure Suit Larry game I played. Good. All right, Shuddy Boy, you can have your Sorry. one-sided conversations off mic. I love it. We very rarely get a one-sided Shuddy conversation. I'll let him rant. She was, she was drinking the scissorp. For the first time. Sorry. Yeah, that would have been my first guess. <laughs> uh, my, the last Leisure Suit Larry game I played was, I think, one where he went on a cruise. And he had to find, like, weird little hidden dildos. I gotta look this up. There Leisure was one suit. I played on PlayStation 2 or Xbox 360. Oh, fuck. Uh, and Alan the- Covert wrote that one that Shannon Elizabeth was in. Box Office Bus. You know, Alan Covert, the... The dude from Grandma's Boy, the main guy. I didn't watch Grandma's Boy. I know that's gonna. You. I know. I know. He's in all of the Adam Sandler movies. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. This guy. He's in Big Daddy and stuff. I think it's covert. I don't know if the T is silent or not. He kind of looks like. No, oh, never mind. Yeah, I know. I know this guy. I, I don't like hate him. him. Yeah. That's kind of cool. He got to write a Leisure Suit Larry game. <clears> Hi. <throat> Nice, dude. <laughs> All right, so it chapter two. Yikes! You loved it. When did Where you did guys start? When did you guys go see it? I like how you so, so you posted to our MSPH Instagram on our story the a picture of the ticket, right? And yeah. Someone asked how it was, and then one of the three of us answered. Was that oh, you? Oh, yeah, that's my ex girlfriend. Okay. All right. It was right. Kevin that answered. It wasn't me. Yeah, she probably saw that. And just thought it was me. Right. Thought she was looking at my story. Gotcha. I thought it was funny. You just what, spoiled Are you it. the one that responded uh, to her, Kevin? Yeah. Okay. No, that's cool. Uh, I mean, Jeff just said he didn't do it. I assumed it was you. Yeah. Um, we spoiled uh, that. I guess she's not going to listen to the podcast. I don't, at least not I don't Easter, think she right? does anyway. <laughs> okay, let's talk shit about her then. Actually, we'll do that later. Back to it, chapter two. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk shit about that. Connected with you, and we went and saw it in the not in the dome, but what in at the arc light. At the yeah. arc light on Saturday. I had high hopes for this. I gave the Puminati homework, and and definitely was the the catalyst behind getting this Easter egg review, spoiler filled review going. And I was disappointed. Uh, yep. It was on the right track, though. Honestly, it came in hard as fuck. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta lure me in if you're a horror movie, and they got me. They got me with the with the hate crime, and then that the, hate crime was just fucking vicious for no reason. Epically yeah, vicious. It was. It had nothing to do with. It didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. No. It was unnecessary. I mean. And law. It was like a prolonged, just unnecessary, vicious ass whooping of these two gay dudes. Yeah. Just. For no fucking reason. I like, know. they're just beating them and calling them faggots, and then the, the one guy's having an asthma attack, and his face is, like, beaten to a pulp, and they kick the fucking inhaler out of his hand as he's trying to save his life. These guys are real homophobes. He's barely able to breathe, and they throw him over the bridge into the river. Yeah, they try to, like, murder him. Honestly. They fucking dunk him in the water. A lot scarier than Pennywise. Well, not yeah. a lot, but close to it. It's way too close. And then you're thinking, you're like, okay, where are we going with this? Why, why are we kicking things off with just a very upsetting hate crime? And then 
the guys like kind of coming to in the water and struggling to stay above 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 the surface and his boyfriend's like crying out for him and then pennywise pulls him out of the fucking water and eats his rib cage yeah like just eviscerates him finishes it off and then puts on his maga hat it's fucking ridiculous (laughs) but that was like one of the first things jeff brought up when we walked out of the theater like what the fuck was up with that hate crime (laughs) he's like yeah i think like between that and um pennywise changing the headline of Mikey's parents, when they burned alive in a fire, he changed it to two crackheads <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Just fucking racially profiling yeah. uh, whatever, Mike Hanlon's fucking parents. Yeah, I think we've just figured out that like Pennywise is just an alt-right proud boy. Like He just finishes <laughs> off people's hate crimes for them. <laughs> yeah. Like, if, if Dairy Maine existed, there's no way you could... There's a, a crack market in Dairy Maine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's just the only black people... <laughs> the only black people in Dairy Maine died, and they had to have been on crack. <laughs> yeah, good luck even finding cocaine, let alone <laughs> crack or... <laughs> Turning it into crap. Yeah, who's boiling cocaine in fucking Dairy Maine? Uh, I honestly, in keeping that in mind, I, I I feel like everyone who wanted to leave, like Bill Hader wanted to leave and not deal with the Pennywise problem, I was 100% on their side. Like, yeah, you made a pact as kids, you know, the blood oath and all that bullshit, but that town sucked and you left for a reason and i feel it feels like and the hate crime just proves that maybe they should just let pennywise i don't know drain the population a little bit i mean what's yeah, the worst that of, can, was it just the town well or? they were going to no they were going to die oh, okay so it's a selfish endeavor anyways so pennywise just wanted them and he was just going to eat through the town until he got to them or he was going to kill the whole see I, I I'm left with more questions than any than answers watching this fucking movie. I was I'm so confused on kind of what happened. Like it just it kept doing the same trick over and over again. Where it, you had your there's a, some other thing or character or someone else in the room dealing with one of the main characters, and you know it's going to turn into a monster. You're just waiting for it to turn into a monster, and then it does, and then it runs up to the fucking screen. And doesn't kill the person, and and it just redoes that cycle. But it didn't wrap up a lot I of things. I was fully aware of. Um, so they kind. Of, I don't think that, did they? They didn't establish it in the first one that when you move out of the town, you lose memory of Pennywise. No, no they didn't establish that at all. I didn't. So then, I like, don't get that at all. I don't get that. I don't get why they had to like convince him. So Pennywise does his hate crime. It it's it yeah. clicks it clicks with Mike. He he never left Derry, so he calls the rest of the losers and is just like, You gotta come back. Remember we swore. But nobody has any memory of it. I don't quite understand how they made that leap. And then the one dude who he was like the kid that was always get the the Jewish kid from the first one. Yeah. With so the, the risk Stanley. Yeah, and No, he, not, he was, not Stanley, no, right? The other I, Jewish kid. The guy who's in the risk no, assessment was, firm. That's Eddie. Right. Stanley is the one who killed himself. Yeah, so he kills himself. Uh, okay. But d- if, didn't he move out of Derry? So why does he remember that Pennywise is super scary and kill himself? Right. That and 
not to jump ahead, but if nobody else remembered, how did he know that he had to be there or they wouldn't stop him when they were reading his little suicide note at the end? None of it made sense to me. I like how yeah. he started off the suicide note with saying this isn't a suicide note. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, it is. Because <laughs> if anything, like a, the only thing you're saving yourself from is being killed by Pennywise anyways. So like it was either suicide or death, and you chose suicide. But you, there was no honorable exit. Like You should have just went kamikaze mission on that. Yeah. And I felt like all, all of the jokes about... Uh, Bill not knowing how to end a book and it sucking was just the post-production additions because the ending of this movie sucked. I picked up on that too. And as they, as that, like the second time they mentioned him, his endings sucking, I was like, Oh, they're just trying to butter everybody up for how horrible this is going to end. Wow, all right. I didn't put that. I didn't make that connection, but that's a good idea. Or that that makes sense now that you say it. Yeah, and like, I I just didn't. I felt like the first it was funny and pretty creepy. This one was trying way too hard on both ends. I feel like a lot of the humor didn't land. Some of it was really funny. Oh and my god! There was god. some creepy I had stuff. Another annoying experience at the movie theater. What happened with you? Well, first of all, we got there, and the our movie theater now is assigned seating. Love it. Yeah. Or so, do you not love that? No, I do love it. Okay, good. And somebody was in our seat. Uh, uh, an older guy was in one of our seats. Did you punch him out? No, I, I politely told him he was in our seat. He's like, no, this is my seat. And I pulled up my ticket on my phone and said, these are our seats. He's like, fine, whatever. And then he moved a couple seats over, and a couple minutes later, the people who actually paid for those seats came in, asked him to move, and then he stormed off glaring at all of us like we were the assholes. And then the women who sat there were obnoxious. Every Once James McAvoy's character started stuttering again... Today, Junior. Every... Every time he stuttered, they were going, "Aww." <laughs> I guess he was a cute stutterer. <laughs> uh, yeah, you could have been like, and then, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then, anytime there was just just a small joke to kind of cut the tension a little bit, and they thought it was the funniest thing they've ever heard. Yeah, I, I didn't. the The humor was. Ill-timed, I think. Let's be fair. We laughed out loud three times. I mean, granted, it was three times over three hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's not a good average. (laughs) Yeah, not good laughter ROI, I'll tell you that. There were a couple funny parts, but there were parts where it was like, you got to know when to sprinkle the jokes in if you're doing a horror movie, unless you're going to commit and just be full goofy and do like like a dead alive type thing. The f- or just the whole thing is just silly nonsense. The funniest line was at the end of the movie. I was I thought that shit was hilarious. Maybe the worst <laughs> ending 
to any movie ever. And definitely the worst, like, final, like, words to any movie ever. Like, oh, my God, was it hilarious walking out of there after that. Yeah, what did he say? We'll always be losers. <laughs> yeah, they ended what? up... Spoiler alert. I guess, you know, that's the point of this whole Easter egg. But, yeah, they end it with... Yeah, we'll always be losers. <laughs> but it was uh, it was meant to be cool. We can so all agree that we would immediately that everyone each of us could immediately cut out 60 to 70 minutes of this movie. Oh yeah. Like it felt every minute of 2 hours and 49 minutes. I didn't fall asleep, but it just it slogged on and on and on and on. It, it, like the when they finally all get to Derry, okay, that the the Chinese restaurant scene, that wasn't scary at all. Like, fucking fortune cookie started wiggling and then a flying eyeball popped out of one of them. Like that, that's not very scary imagery. I thought you know what, I thought again it, that that scene is like a microcosm for the movie. I thought they're on the right track, like getting these guys together to have their whatever their little reunion, their powwow, and and. They revisit some shit in the past, and you get some nice scary shit. But again, they could have just cut it a little bit shorter and and made that whole scene. I don't know. I felt like we were in the fucking Jade restaurant, whatever it was, a Jade of China, whatever the restaurant was, for like forty five minutes, dude. I, it was a pain in the ass getting through that movie. I didn't fall asleep either. Still no Jessica Chastain boobies. Has she been naked in a single movie? Does anyone know that? I don't know. Let's I love, Je- it. I love Jessica Chastain. I think she's beautiful. Mm-mm. Love's a strong word, but huge fan of hers. I guess whoever was the uh, the child actress, hold on, I'm pulling up her name right now, Beverly Marsh, said that she wanted Jessica Chastain to play her adult, her as an adult. Did you see? Did you hear these? These kids had like input on the casting. At least a couple of them did. Finn Wolford, the kid who played Richie, actually said like Bill Hader. Uh, and the kid, excuse me, the girl who played Be- Beverly Marsh was Sophia. She said Jessica Chastain. The kid who played the black kid said Chadwick Boseman. He won the Black Panther. Oh, <laughs> yeah, of course he does. Eamon High. I don't. I don't hate it. Uh, Eddie, Cas- or the kid who played Eddie Cas- Casbrack asked for Jake Gyllenhaal. The kid who played Stanley wanted Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I could see Joseph Gordon-Levitt killing himself in that bathtub. That'd be funny if he's like, you know what? I want Brad Pitt to play me. I think we look the most alike. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna grow up to be very Brad Pitty. Yeah, or or maybe uh, Ryan Gosling. You know, the guy who did play older Stanley was the dude who plays Alec Holland in the Swamp Thing series. Yes, but nobody gives a shit about That's that because I'm the only person knew. that watched I it. Thought I recognized him, but couldn't figure out from where. Um, the I get that the they like the homophobe scene was just setting up and then like other homophobe scenes in the movie was kind of just setting up sympathy for when they revealed that Bill Hader's gay. But like, again, they didn't even really fully commit on that. Wait a second. Yeah. Wait, I had no idea. He was gay? Yeah, because yeah. he was in love with Eddie. He carved... Yeah, that's why They he show a scene with him carving R+, and you don't see who he puts. And then at the end of the movie, he goes back and... uh puts makes the e darker i just thought they were really tight so broken up when eddie died but yeah but that's how not committed to it they were it was so subtle oh my god i'm floored by this information wait 
Eddie had the fat wife. Was she? Yeah. Was was he actually a closeted homo himself? Or did like Richie just have like this fascination with Eddie? You have such a way with words. Uh, no, it was just Richie. They played it that it was just Richie that was in love with Eddie, and it wasn't uh, reciprocated. Take it easy, Shuddy. I didn't use the f about. word. All right. I thought I thought I was I was PC there. Here we go, Shuddy. You must have been really triggered by by Maga Pennywise during this between his crackhead <laughs> and, and 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 gay killing. I didn't even think of the crackhead thing. That was one of the first things me and Kevin talked about yeah. on our way out. I was like, what the fuck? Why, why were Mike's parents crackheads? Why don't yeah. they just try to throw that into the story? And why in that Until flashback is he just sitting he, in the... show that um, the headline changed. I was in full... I was like, oh, I didn't know his parents were crackheads. Yeah, I I feel like it had nothing to do with the story. They just again just and that quick some... flashback where they addressed that his parents dying was super weird too. Like they're just trapped in an apartment unit, burning alive, and he's sitting outside of it in the hallway, just outside the door, sitting on a tricycle, just looking at the door, frowning. Yeah, like what was that all about? They never even explained it. Like, Maybe. why did he not just open the door so his parents can get out? Yeah, effort, at least, come on, kid, at least effort to save your parents. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, like, they so much of it just didn't make sense. Like, the shit with the uh, uh, Jessica Chastain's character, I guess, at Beverly Marsh, grown up and dealing with the domestic violence at home. Like, that was interesting. That guy was terrifying. He yeah, he turned, was a real scumbag. Yeah, a real scumbag turned... Turned on a dime to be a real scumbag, and I thought that was interesting. The whole James McAvoy not being happy in his romance and marriage, like again, unnecessary things. You can't just like throw these things into the story and not wrap them up at all. Like, I guess you're insinuating that he's into Jessica Chastain, and towards the end of the movie, you're kind of left to believe that there could be some sort of romance or a fire or spark amongst those guys. But yeah, but then they then they go into the whole, like, fat kid who's now fit and handsome, and he reads that fucking horribly cheesy poem <laughs> while he's drowning in dirt. <laughs> and then she comes out of her bloody toilet stall and saves him. Right. Not, the, the whole thing with... So Mike stays behind in Derry the whole time and continues to, and obsesses over Pennywise and talks to Native Americans. And steals ancient artifacts from them. Yeah, he steals their leather vase or whatever the fuck that thing was. And they somehow tell him that he was... Pennywise is a thing that came from outer space millions of years ago, but he only stays in Derry, Maine and kills kids every 27 years. And has some hard-on with these kids because these are the kids that got away? Yeah, but... But then he's also like a clown from the 1920s or some shit. Like, right. What was his fucking origin? Like he was a, a possessed former circus owner or something. I don't get it either. I was they, like they committed to absolutely nothing in this movie. Yeah. It was a fucking mess. But again, like I am going to going to believe it or not. Suck an it dick or a Pennywise dick. Maybe maybe even two because it was on the, like the the beginning like i was i was i was locked in i was like oh my god this is fucking weird creepy like they got you got homophobes hate crimes there's a lot going on you got killer clowns like 
Let's <laughs> let's see how they tie all this and, and and they just never did. Like they never wrapped it up. So like and 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 a lot of the like not a lot, but some of the the, the Pennywise or the the haunted kids as grown-ups shit, you know, it some of it worked. Again, if you just shorten this by like, you know, half <laughs> 70 or 80 minutes, you have a decent tight lean body of work here. I don't know. I I just feel like I don't know. Maybe they just missed what people liked about the first one and just couldn't translate it over into the finishing it up. I don't remember if I liked the first one. I also think that the source material probably caused some issues. Yeah, but I mean, if there's issues in the source material, all you do is correct them. You know? I mean, I think the ending was better than the original, uh, but it still was terrible. I didn't get the whole thing like, okay, so what the Indians told me we have to do is gather up totems and artifacts, and then we all burn them at the same time and, and chant. Why would that destroy a space clown? It wouldn't. It, would, it was going to trap him inside the vase. I still don't That's get that. That's all they that. were trying to do. But if you flew in from outer space, why would burning like an old postcard trap a space clown in a leather Indian vase? Because it was mad, it was ancient Indian magic. Yeah, well, Pennywise is two million years old. He's older than that. I didn't buy that James McAvoy could just like get the same knowledge Mike Hanlon got by doing like a quick demolition man like sex uh, simulation with him. <laughs> like he he really believed him. Uh he really believed him off of that just weird like I don't know, like off DMT that one trip. trip that he did. They, yeah. That was essentially the the Indian experience was just a DMT trip. I think that's exactly what happens when you when you take DMT. I just like the 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 whole totem thing just felt like a real plucked out of thin air stupid plot device. And then it turns out it didn't even fucking work when they did it. And the Indians messed up. And the real way to defeat space clowns is to just tell them that they're a clown. Yeah. Just, over and over again. You clown! You clown! You just hurl insults at them. I feel like this whole story was like an allegory for Twitter mobs. like, Or, or it was like uh, favoriting or, or endorsing Twitter mobs. Like if you like, just yell something at a bad person, they're going to eventually buckle under pressure and you'll be able to take them down. Could you imagine if that was how you killed Jason Voorhees in Friday the 13th? You're just like, you mean goalie? Evil goalie? You're just a goalie. <gasps> You're a serial killer who has <laughs> who has a <laughs> shitty mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that works. And didn't they kind of use Guilty. that same method in the first It movie? Didn't they kind of, like when the kids go in the sewer, didn't they kind of just be like, oh, just don't be afraid of them and you'll overpower them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just believe that you could beat that. So they just did the same thing again. It was like a, yeah, the, the fucking clown like, could grow it, to be like 30 feet big. said that's how they beat him the last time? I thought that, that, that he referenced that. So why waste 90 minutes of the movie hunting down artifacts? Oh, my artifact is, a, is an arcade token. You oh, think it was only 90 minutes of the almost 180 that they were hunting down those artifacts? I don't know. I was just I feel I was like so it bummed was out. Fucking 
the whole first two hours of that god for that fucking movie. So and is then, this like, where you do you deduct dick suckings or points based on your expectations or based on it kind of fucking up the Friday night? No, because I kind of went into seeing the first one with tepid expectations. Yeah, and I kind of did the somebody, same thing with this. Somebody got on your case because you ended up liking it. Yeah, weird. Nobody ever takes a glance at something and thinks they won't like it and then tries it out and does. <laughs> Sp- specifically, never that guy who made that comment on the internet. <laughs> Fucking pussies. Like, they, so they, in, the, in the first movie, the kids go down into the sewer and they beat Pennywise by, by acting like they're not afraid of him. And then in the sequel, they go into the sewer of the sewer. Yep. Because apparently that's a thing. It's like another layer of inception. Yeah, it was... Uh... I forget the one point where something in the movie was so fucking corny, you and I looked at each other and were like... <laughs> but I can't remember I what I think it was, it was the so suicide. Bad. I thought it was the suicide note. I laughed out loud when he's like, this is not a suicide note. Like, what? <laughs> you slit your wrist, sat in a tub, and that's the note you sent out. Like, that it... I, that can't be any more of a suicide <laughs> note. I'm not. I'm not and looking he at you like a to hero. Have all of their addresses to send them to. Yeah, I guess oh, yeah. he must have. But right? nobody knew what everybody else was getting up to. But Stanley knew. And yeah, I feel like Mike Hanlon's ROI in those phone calls, the, the reunion phone calls, is brilliant. I mean, it's epic because none of them remembered. But then they have an oath. But they didn't remember. So how do you remember the oath if you don't remember the incident? Yeah. It just I didn't get any of it. That seemed like a really stupid thing to, to work into the plot. Like why do they ha why was that essential to the story to put in that plot device like, oh, we left Derry so we don't remember it? Yeah. Like it what? you're just making it tougher on yourself. Oh my god. Sports yeah. happened. Sports just happened in an epic way, dude. What happened? Deshaun Watson just marched down the field with no timeouts in like 20 seconds for a go-ahead touchdown when they were, well, it could be a go-ahead touchdown pending an extra point when they were down six. No timeouts, like 50 seconds up in the clock, and this guy gets it down the field. Oh, my God. Anyways, do I have him on my team, my Final Fantasy team? I don't think you do. Shit. Uh, let's see. Are any other like lingering it things that lingering. are really stupid? Lingering. Uh, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious we didn't like it. Yeah, no, I wasn't a fan. No. Uh, oh, you know what was funny? Um, people when the movie ended, a couple people tried to like <laughs> clap, and it just didn't catch on. So when those people just like embarrassingly gave up on clapping, a couple people did like a <laughs> like a sarcastic slow clap, a weak ass slow clap. Oh, okay. So the the evil kid, the evil bully with the mullet in the first it Bowers is now like some fat retard in a psycho hospital, and he gets out somehow, and then just starts like. Being a dick. people down, being a dick. <laughs> being a dick. He stabs the one guy in the fucking face. He stabs Eddie right in the cheek. Yeah, sideways stab. 
like through his cheek into his face, and he just like makes this goofy like face and like like starts looking around all slapsticky. Took it like a G. He took it like a G, but why was he? Why did he turn into Jim Carrey? Like all of a sudden he's like (laughs) hiding behind a shower curtain. Oh man. Do that again. But the Three Stooges thing? Yeah. I think that is, is that what we both laughed out loud about? It could have been. Because that was just the most out of place thing in the whole movie. Like, you just got stabbed in the face. Sell it. Don't, why is that a comedy moment? I forgot to like go on Google or WebMD and see if like, is there, there, is there any spot in your face where the knife could just go through and you're fine. Like, there's that no was far damage. Back. Your cheek. That was far back in the cheek, though. Yeah, right. That was at the. I thought that was at like the jaw. Yeah, that looked like the jo- joint of the jaw. Like, you're not like, talking again for a few months. No, dude. he pulled the blade out, stabbed the bad guy, and then they just put a fucking bandaid on it, and he went on with the rest of the movie. That was not life threatening, even remotely. And I would say nine, ninety nine of a hundred. Stabs to the face or head are life threatening. Yeah, and he just put a band aid on it and went on. Still got killed. <laughs> Still got stabbed. Stabbed through the chest by like a, a like the width of like a big PVC pipe, and somehow survives that long enough to keep talking and go off to the side, make a fuck your mom joke, and yep. then dies. <laughs> you need the fuck your mom joke before you die. Who is the guy who javelin through the spike through someone's? Through the monster's face, Pennywise's Eddie face. Did. That was that was yeah. no, okay. Eddie, same, same guy, right? Guy. Okay, okay. I thought that that was how it was going to all end and how the movie was going to end. And I was like, man, I was part, I was been, relieved. Honestly, that would have been better than right. What how they actually? Ended. I thought it was fucking dumb, but I still was like, all right, this that yeah yeah. I thought it was dumb, but looking back on it now, that would have been much better than what actually had happened. Because when actually it happened was. One of the cornier endings to a horror movie ever. It was just saved by that epic line. We're going to be losers forever. <laughs> oh, sweet wind. Nice yeah. humble brag. <laughs> yeah, I would want to hang out with you losers. But, I mean, I do like that Bill Skarsgård guy as Pennywise. It just sucks that the script was so awful. Yeah, again, I'm, I've said it a, a bunch of times already, but they were on the right track. That's why I'm ultimately I'm gonna say I'll suck two it dicks. When they when they go when um, Jessica Chastain goes back to her old house and that old lady lives there, and they showed the old lady in the background when she wasn't looking like, like, oh yeah, flipping out and doing like these wacky like jittery movements like that wasn't scary. It was silly. Yeah, like, she gets naked and does like a little yeah, jig. It was so fucking weird. It runs through the corridor. Yeah, it was not. It was not scary. It, I feel like not most, but like I would say like a quarter of the audience laughed at that moment. Yeah, right. It was people like, were what? laughing at moments that were supposed to be scary. Right. And I, I'm I'm with you. I'm also sucking two Pennywise dicks, but I feel like even that's being generous. It was a steaming bag of shit. And I feel like if you've listened to enough of these episodes and heard enough of my reviews, I'm pretty easy to to entertain. Like I've yeah. seen Alita Battle Angel five times. Right. I you know what? What goes what really 
I can say, I guess, one of the good things this movie did was it really drew me in immediately. That's why I gave it a good score. Because honestly, like, if that movie opening was any softer, I probably would have fallen asleep somewhere during the movie. You know, because it was the same shit recycled back and back and forth, back and forth. But I, I really did think, like, the execution attempts on the horror itself and, like, the visuals were were well done like they were they were they were well intended it just it just fucking choked honestly um or they just choked in a lot of ways so and it sucks because i, I kind fucking of love bill Hader. yeah but i and he he did the best he could have with that garbage script right i didn't even know he was gay in the movie but he uh <laughs> i thought yeah i have no ill will towards him james mcavoy <laughs> jessica chastain Man, there was some James McAvoy moment too that was so horrible it made me laugh, and I just can't remember what it was. But it's not his fault, right? It's just that one. I think kind of was. Oh, it was his bad. Yeah, the the line sucked, but his delivery also just made it that much sillier. I don't know. I, that that whole thing was just fucking garbage. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe they whiffed so hard. Yeah. What do you? What's your review, Shuddy? Uh, I would say two and a quarter. I did was not thrilled with it. Yeah, that was that was brutal. It, it it seemed to me like it was a the script was a rushed first draft and they just immediately shot it. Yeah. They didn't right. polish it at all. They didn't see what worked and what didn't. They didn't do reshoots. It just seemed like a steaming bag of shit. Honestly, like it could have been so easy to edit down to under 2 hours and to make it just a better movie yeah. and they it was just I think you just described it best. It was like the first cut, and they were like, oh, this is good. It's like, you guys can do several drafts of this. Yeah. People are going to watch this no matter what, because the first one was a success, so let's just mail it in and cash our checks. I also, another thing that bothered me throughout it was how much they referred to Pennywise as It. It's like, okay, we get it. The movie's called It. And they would always take a big dramatic pause before, how are we going to find It? We have to go and kill it, yeah, I kind of I, I see what you're saying because I always like, are they thought trying like, to they, make a drinking game out of it. I thought they knew it was Penny. His name was Pennywise, but the movie was called It. Like it wasn't there wasn't much It convo they in even, the first. They one. even called him Pennywise a couple of times in the sequel, but most yeah. of the time they were just like, "How are we going to stop it?" <laughs> oh, yeah, it was uh, it's pretty horrible. Fuck we're that movie. We're That's in agreement. It's a bummer. <laughs> Fuck that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that shit. All right. From Los Angeles, Waste California. Of three hours. Yep. From Los Angeles, California. We're the Mad Scientist Party Hour. <laughs> 